You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is Black Hollywood Live. Just saying, featuring conversations on love, sex, and relationships from three sassy ladies. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host of Black Hollywood Live, Just Saying. Welcome to Just Saying. It's Friday night. You are joining your three favorite happy hour girlfriends yet again. Exactly where you're supposed to be. I'm Diane Valentine. Next to me is my girl, April Daniels. And of course, Jennifer Williams is back on the set with us. Hey, Jen. Hi, ladies. We missed you. We want to welcome you for a few weeks until we officially feel like we're back in our rhythm. Thank you. I'm so happy to be back. Good. Good, good, good. 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 So tonight we have a very special guest in the studio with us. He is amazing and he is helping us kind of, you know, step up our happy hour game. So let me tell you a little bit about my friend Paul Zahn. Paul is a beverage expert and he has worked with so many big names. He's worked with Fergie and Pitbull. He's done work with Bevy Smith. I know, I know I'm kind of name dropping, but you know, we want to get some tea from him while he's here. So it's important to know who he is. <laughs> worked with now. He is also an editor for The Daily Dish on BravoTV.com. So yes, he chimes in on all that housewives foolery. You've probably seen him because he's also a television host and a personality. Please welcome Paul Zahn to Just Saying. Ladies, thank you for having me. TGIF, right? Yes. Happy yes. hour, cocktail. Yes. And I have a Bevy Smith story. Do you? Oh, for later. For later. She is. She is a who. She is. And I love Bevy. I love Bevy. Yes. Unfiltered. Yes. 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 I met Bevy on the beach in Rio. Oh, oh really? We got twisted. Well, I'll speak for myself. I got twisted. Yeah. She got twisted. She wasn't too far behind. That's always yeah. a good time. It's good. Yeah. It's good. And then she was even more unfiltered. It was, it was good. It was good. It was fun. Always a hoot. Yes. Well, you know, Paul, we're so glad you're here. And Jen, you know, it is right. happy hour somewhere it in the world. It is happy hour somewhere in the world. And I am the happy hour girl. <laughs> so... Since we have you in the building, and you are probably the happy hour expert, mm-hmm. yeah. tell us what we're drinking. So, Super Bowl is this weekend, yes. um, and I Googled it, and I realized that that is football, actually. I didn't know if it was football or baseball or what. <laughs> so, you know, it's a huge beer holiday, but you know I'm not going to show up with beer for you ladies. So yes, not, I Googled you can't again. do the beer bellies. No, beer no bellies. that's not sexy. So, I Googled what teams were playing, and I guess there's a team called the Panthers, so we're doing a Pink Panther. Let's get started. Let's get started. So we're using Captain Vodka. So it is a one par and Vodka. Okay. And since it's been a long week, <laughs> oh, my kind of mix up. Yes. Yes, right? Make it a little strong and, and hard, honey. We are doing two parts of pomegranate juice. And we love pomegranate in season in the winter. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. It's sweet. And then we are doing a half part of simple syrup. A little more sweet, a little more sweet, you know. Okay. So, we are going to shake that up. Okay. See, this is pretty easy, right? Shake it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I can handle that. Now, here's my favorite part when the drink's done. Then we go like that. <laughs> so, now, what pretty. do we have in the glass? In the glass are pomegranate seeds mm. and um, lemon. 
just give it a little bit, you know, a little zing. Yes. Here's some ginger beer to top it off. Ooh, okay. that's so a nice little way to finish right. it. So and it looks all pretty. It does. And it's fresh and spicy, just like you ladies. So, Hi. cheers. <laughs> cheers. Cheers. Cheers, you, cheers ladies. Cheers, ladies. Yes. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. TGIF. Mm. Oh, long week. Yummy. Oh, this, this is, is so, so good. Oh, this is this nice. This is really... Pink Panther. This Great. is the bomb. I need this yeah, in my I house. I know. Really right? We have more. We have more of the drinks. Can be nice. All day. <laughs> nice. Yes. Well, ladies, all of you at home watching us, um, you might want to get a little bit of Pink Panther for your bar as well, because when I tell you it is fabulous, it is a good one. It's a keeper. Yes. Mm-hmm. You don't have to drink beer because it's Super Bowl. You can still be cute with it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> now, Paul, yes. I know you've got a lot going on in your life and your yes. busy career, but can you stay with us? Can you join us for the show? If you'll have me. Would love we to. would love it. Yes. All right. So Do come it. on. Okay. Grab a seat next to Jen and, yeah. and April's going to get into just her. I am. I what's am. going on in the street? Well, you know, we just uh, finished up the SAG Awards. We talked briefly about that and yes. about uh, Idris Elba's two wins and Queen Latifah and Viola Davis mm-hmm. and um, uh, Uzo, uh, uh, Uzo Aduba. I always get her name. Like, I, listen, I'm happy I'm not saying it. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, you know, again, we just want to applaud them because that's just really big, especially for, you know, Black History Month. Yes. And our wonderful race, African Americans. Mm-hmm. We love to support them and, you know, just enjoy their moment when they're there. Um, you know, we also have what? the... I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. What did Wait, you want to say? Well, you know what I thought was interesting is that the SAC Awards had not closed their voting when the whole Oscar, you know, issue came about. I you know, didn't when know Jada that. made her announcement to yes. boycott. So the SAC Awards had not finished their voting process. So I don't know about all of you, but I'm really not mad when you kind of got to play the race card and all of a sudden people are guilted into inclusion. Yeah. I, I'm really not mad at that. No, right. I, I'm not either. I'm not. And I, I, which leads me to say I really think the Image Awards, which is tonight, and oh, yes. Yes. I'm excited. Own, Jennifer will be there. So I will be there gracing the, the red carpet. <laughs> yes, but I really think, you know, we were talking briefly before we started that it's going to be really a big night for, yes. you yeah. know, African Americans. And I hate to just keep making it African Americans, but because they feel so left out of the Oscars, I think that this is going to be a really great thing for the Image Awards and yeah. other awards uh, events to really allow us to come out, support mm-hmm. the way we should have always been supporting people, and really show up, you know? Yep. Go where you're invited, you know? Yep. You don't always have to try to kick the door down somewhere else. It's not that serious. Just support like, you know, you should. And I think tonight is going to be an awesome night. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Really, I'm really excited for yeah, the Image Awards. Yeah. Um, I think... A lot of people are just showing their support, yeah. and yeah. I know Will and Jada are going to be there. Hey, Will. Ah, watch out, <laughs> Jada. You know, and I think tonight it won't just be really about African Americans. I think it'll no. be a diverse crowd that'll really, you know, yeah. bring the support that, you know, we just need at a time like yes. this. So I'm really looking forward to that. The you know? LA Times said this is going to be the most diverse award season, yeah. I mean, award show of the season, which is pretty interesting. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's great. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I, I'm excited. I'm yeah. excited. So, You'll have to bring the gossip back. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'll be getting yes, all the tea on that red carpet. Tea, okay. <laughs> so, you know, we are, well, celebration of gospel. We didn't get yes. a chance to tag on that. How um, can we forget? Yes. You know, I kind of had to, it was kind of out there, but it wasn't about the big secret surprise uh, performance with Yes, the Greatest and uh, uh, Erica Campbell and, of course, my husband, LaShawn Daniels. But, mm-hmm. you know, it was really great to see just everyone's performance 
in total. Yeah. And, you know, I really enjoyed that. You know, of course, there was a lot of hypocrites, as it always is, at, you know, some type of uh, gospel event. But, you know, I know one person in particular was on Sean's page, and they really went in about yes and his relationship with the wow. Lord. Like, it, so I said, he doesn't worship God. And, and it was amazing to me because wow. I was like, Oh, and you're in his prayer closet at night. Like, how do you know this? And why be so boisterous and you know nothing about a person? Christians will make you not even want to go to church. Yes. (laughs) And I really want to say, you know, we have to do better. We are living in a time where you have to step out of the box to reach others. This is not years ago where you wore your four-piece suit and your hat and, you know, the the lap scarf. People, you got to be a little bit more relaxed. You know, you're pushing people further away from Christ. And how can you say if someone's, like, religious or not just by looking at them on social media or watching them on television? Right. You know, I mean, what people do with God is between them Yes, that's that's their personal time. Absolutely. And they don't have to advertise it to the world. And just because they don't doesn't mean that they're not religious. Yes. That's ridiculous. I do have to say, Sean, clap back a little bit. It was the great clap back of all times. He said, you know, I spoke to Yaz, and he said he didn't know you, but (laughs) (laughs) like, who cares? Like, what are you talking about? So, you know, I just really wanted to take this moment to put out there, do better. You know who you are. Do better. Worry about thine self before you start pointing fingers and throwing rocks at other people. Well, look, when I was growing up, the pastor was having an affair. His <laughs> granddaughter was pregnant at 13. Right. Hello. Look. That, that's because they was focused on too much of the look at here. But yet they would bring me a lap scarf every Sunday morning. <laughs> I'm like, well, at least I'm honest with who I am. Right. Y'all in the closet. Maybe you put the lap. You know him, Paul. Every, everybody you know him. You know him. You know him. You know him. Yeah, we all they make you not want to go to church ever. They do. We all sin. We we just sin differently. One sin is 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 exempt from the next. And just do better, people. Do better. You know, sometimes you could change a person's day by saying something nice. Yeah. You know, you can go anywhere and hear a bunch of foolishness or harsh words or damaging things. But why don't you lift someone up? That's what Christ would do if you're really about that Christ-like life. That's all I'm going to say there. Damn, so. social media thugs. Social media thugs. I'm yes. telling you. Yes. That's just That's crazy. crazy. So wow. moving on to Super Bowl conversation. Yes. So, okay, up until like the other day, I just realized I didn't know who was playing. <laughs> Me it's, either. I'm so uninterested. Is that terrible? We that are is terrible. awful. Well, it's the Panthers and the Broncos, and this is Super Bowl 50, oh, right? Oh, like Denver? Okay. Sorry. Is that where they are? I'm sorry. We just want to say the Panthers and the Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's, that's why you can't have See, a I do, I do know that the Broncos next. are in Denver. That I do know. You want to get all technical. But I didn't realize it was Super Bowl 50. That's yes, pretty big. Super Bowl 50. It is. It is. So and wait, it's been 50 years? Well, usually that's what it means when I say it. But who am I? I don't know. I'm just getting clarification. You know, I was a basketball wife, not a football wife. I don't know. Well, we got to get you caught up because you might be a football wife. Right. That might be your next chapter. Well, then I'll get caught up on my history. Well, I'll be like, okay, we're ready for our lessons, Jim. What's what's that? Teach us the pigskin. Something like that? Yeah, I think the ball is made of that or something. Like leather? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyways, um, 
Cam Newton, you know, uh, America's favorite. Yes. They love to hate. Yes. Yes. With so, the Versace pants. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that was tragic. <laughs> well, you know, they they you, they get in there sometimes a little wrong, and then, you know, a few seasons later, they get it together and get a solace yeah. in their life, and right. people, you know. And, call up June. Yeah, you know, you got to see them grow. Call up June, Cam. She hooked you up. <laughs> but um, apparently, um, Cam is on the front of ESPN's magazine, the newest issue, and he got to embrace his favorite superhero, which is Superman. Yeah, super and, cute. Yeah, so, you know, apparently there are, you know, you can't get too much light, limelight. Can't be in too much limelight because then people just love to throw darts. So they didn't get him when he was dabbing. So now they've moved on to, right. you know, the next best thing, which is, of course, to talk about his child he had out of wedlock. So longtime girlfriend, Kia Proctor, oh, and him just had a baby. This they like named the baby. happens every day. And I know, right? Welcome to <laughs> America. <laughs> um, but they named the child Chosen, which I love. Oh, I, I love, love that, that name. name. Yes. Wow. That's a dope yes. name. I love yes. that name. <laughs> yes. So um, recently had a child. He is the son of a bishop. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, they were saying, you know, how dare you have a child out of wedlock? Your father's a bishop. Very, very harsh ridicule, you know, I'm sure to be expected. And which was really odd was the simple fact that any little thing they love to gravitate towards to, you know, throw darts at you. But no one said any of this about Tom Brady. Hello. When and he left he that girl. Left. She was, she was pregnant, pregnant. She was and pregnant. he ran off with Giselle and was yes. like, and, and got her pregnant. Yes. Down, that poor girl. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I'm just trying to figure out what what's the difference. Why he is America's he hero. Oh, he's yes. America's hero. A absolutely. Even when balls mysteriously become deflated, he's still <laughs> America's uh, favorite. He's the so. cheater all the way around. Okay. <laughs> so you know, it was really odd, you know, to find that this was such a at a time like. This when they should be celebrating. They're going to the Super Bowl. He's on the front of ESPN magazine, but we're listening to another Digging individual right the observer to say, I think that he shouldn't have, uh, we should talk about the fact that he had, why? Why does that matter? Right. Let him do his thing. Right. Let him do be an athlete. Do we talk about, about your baby right. sister who had an abortion at 12? Right. <laughs> it's crazy. And then what I loved about it is ESPN <laughs> came in and spoke on his behalf and was like, you know, that that's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, yeah. you guys should really chill out. Like, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. not even that serious. So. And, and what business. does that have to do with him throwing the goddamn ball? Right. Like, nothing. he's making touchdowns. Why are you worried about what's going nothing. on in his personal life? I, like, just, you know, I just, you know what? If you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. He ain't popping, I guess. True. You know what? He popping, so. Yes. <laughs> It is what it is, but yes. it leads us right into today's Yes, topic. in honor of Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Yes. We, tonight's show is Super Bowl XOXO because all of us um, are in love with somebody. And Super Bowl is always a challenge, I know, at least in my household every year. And so I thought we would kind of address this whole issue of Super Bowl and what we as ladies can do to make it uh, just as enjoyable for all of us. Yes. So let's About get time. into it. Um, um, segment one, we're going to talk about the playbook, all right? So we know that Super Bowl is the biggest watched event.
been on television throughout the entire year. Teams work really hard all year to prepare. They fight through injuries, and they do everything they need to get to that finish of Super Bowl. They wait for it. They pray on it. They prepare for it. They practice. They do whatever it takes. They fight through pain and injury and concussions, by the way, uh, just to show up on Super Bowl. Now, you might be saying, what does Super Bowl have to do with relationships? And we like to think it has a lot to do with relationships. So in relationships, you know, it's not simple enough to hope that your relationship or that your marriage is going to be a lifelong success. So you know that the basics that you need to do and that you need to execute, but how do you keep it going? How do you really implement the fundamentals of love and relationship into your life and into your into your marriage, into your relationship? So why don't we break down just that, what we're talking about, the NFL. Starting with N, the nature or nurture a shared goal for your relationship. So the shared goal is a major ingredient on being on any team, right? So teammates come together. They realize that they have one goal, and they come together on that field, and it doesn't matter what they think about each other. It doesn't matter what their differences of opinions are. They know that they come together, and they need to be one team on that field on Sunday. And they know how to play out the strengths and the weaknesses of their teammates. So everybody has a role and everybody has an opportunity to kind of let those roles shine. So in relationships, how do we talk about this same concept, nurturing a shared goal for your relationship? So April, I'll start with you. What is your shared goal in your marriage between you and Sean? So many of them. I'm just trying to sum it up. Okay, our shared goal is to... Be united, okay. To raise healthy and and intelligent men um, concerning our boys, our mm-hmm. children, and to just really keep God first in the forefront of everything that we do. Okay, you know, um, I think when you have the unity and the the faith intertwining, yeah. that's a good recipe for that's winning. so true. Yeah, so true. Yeah. All right, so Paul, I'm going to ask you: Are you single, by the way? I am single. You are single. Okay, good. Okay. Listen, me That's too. Okay. Okay. It's all good. All right. So when you were in a relationship or as you look at relationships, you and Jen both, how you value relationships, do you think that couples should argue? I think couples should discuss. I don't ah. think argue. I think you should both have your sides. You should you know, be civil, talk about it, work through it. Mm-hmm. But I don't think arguing is the word I would use. Okay. You know? All right. So you, I feel like that brings up tension and then it causes friction. You so can having, disagree. Yeah. And you can yeah. step out of a situation. Yeah. Like I found myself being like, I need to just walk away right now yeah. and revisit this once I'm calm. So that's like more of a discussion than an argue. Okay. No, that, that I think that's good. So tell me then, how do you handle when you're in a relationship where one person is a hothead and the other person is very calm? Jen, you tell me. <laughs> I I don't I mean I probably don't really have any good advice on this <laughs> because I flip flop back and forth like I could be the hothead and then I could you know give me like three minutes and then I'll calm down and mm-hmm. I'll be the compromising one but it's like 
in a relationship, regardless whether mm-hmm. a person's a hothead or not, you, you're always going to have to compromise. And if the hothead doesn't see that, then it's, it's just, it's never going to work because you're always going to be right. at, at odds about something. Right. So I think just, you know, compromise is, is key, whether you're a hothead or not. Like mm-hmm. you got to know how to bring that shit down. Right. <laughs> you know, um, we did a, I did a tour with Damon many, many years ago and we were still just friends. We did a, we did a big Nike tour, and you know, as a producer, I I can be known to be a bit a aggressive. Bitch. Really, <laughs> that would have never thought that. I can be a bit aggressive. No. Uh, but at the end of that tour, we gave the entire crew like gifts. We gave them all gifts, and we named them all. We gave them all nicknames, right? And so we had like these leather bags embroidered with everybody's nickname on it. And Damon gave me my bag, and it said <laughs> Spitfire. And I was like, Oh my god. So whenever I get a little too opinionated, he'd be like, okay, Spitfire. And I'd be like, okay, sorry. But you know what? I think you have to disagree in relationships. Yes. yes. Because, you know, arguing, no. Arguing is just going to take it to a whole nother level. Right. But I think it's healthy to disagree because it's it's keeping you alive as individuals. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if you don't have something to say or if you're not yeah. disagreeing, I'm pretty much saying I'm his shadow and whatever he says, okay. Yes. And now I have no identity. I have no voice. I have no existence pretty yeah. much. Yeah. So I think everybody should have disagreements, mm-hmm. you know, just have healthy disagreements. You know, Yeah, I think it's okay to agree to disagree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's like, you know what? We don't have to agree on everything. Everybody has an opinion. They're like right. assholes. So, you know, it's... <laughs> It's fine. Right. You know, right. as long as it doesn't lead to something yeah. else. Don't be that's when, up no that's when it becomes <laughs> right. that's right. when it becomes unhealthy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't be staying out all night. Like you creating more problems on top yeah. of other Or really bottling it up and not yeah. voicing oh, yeah. it. And then, right. yes, because then it becomes right. a snowball effect. Then, yeah. like, then you want a hall pass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, Mom, right. on TMZ. Oh, he just popped. Oh no way. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, so let's look at the F in NFL. So fighting for your relationship. So expectations are high, right? At the beginning of the Super Bowl, each team is confident that they're going to go all the way. There will be setbacks. The opposition will try to keep the other team from making, you know, and gaining any yardage, right, and scoring. So there are people on and off the field that are fully committed to making sure the other team does not win. Right. So as a woman, uh, Jen, how do you protect and fight for your relationship? Against these hoes? <laughs> <laughs> Against whomever. I'm just crazy. <laughs> just in general. I mean, I, I think it boils down to just you have to be a united front. Like you guys, you really do. You you have to have like an end result. You have to have goals and you just have to try and achieve that by any means necessary. I think it's just all about being united and yeah, don't, don't let the holes infiltrate. Like, <laughs> don't get sidetracked. Like you gotta have tunnel, tunnel vision. vision. Like right? you can't, you can't be looking over here to the right and to right. the left, like straight ahead. All right. Now, Paul, what about when it comes to like with your family and your friends, how do you, you know, protect your relationship and not allow them to, you know, stir up I mean, stuff. I don't allow my friends or family to, I mean, they can voice their opinion, but mm-hmm. it's my life and they don't know what my mm-hmm. life is. They don't know my day-to-day. They don't know my emotions. They don't know what I've been through. So, 
I don't let them. I let them give their opinions when I ask for it, but mm-hmm. I don't really need to hear it all the time. Um, so, you know, I'm living this life. They're not. Mm-hmm. So, so do you pick and choose what you share? Or are you an us. open book? I mean, I'm a pretty open book, but there mm-hmm. are certain things I'm not going to tell my mother. <laughs> um, so, you know, but, you know, I, I, I share enough and they know what's going on. If things are not going great, I can say things are not going great. I don't need to get into it mm-hmm. with my family right. because then sometimes I feel like some members of some families might bring it back up when yeah. things are peachy. Right. And then they sort of, I don't want to say throw it back in your face, but they're like, oh, what about when this happened? Right. And I don't want to hear side. it when I'm in the honeymoon phase. I don't want to hear it again. I just want to be like, oh, and then be like, oh, shit. Right. Oh, God, I told I said, you that. Yeah, I shouldn't have told you that. Yeah. So, you yeah. know. But how about when, like, one of your family members or even a great friend is, like, your best friend? Like, my, my sister is, like, my best friend, and we talk about everything. So how do you how do you filter that when you really need somebody in your life to talk to? I will tell them. I will say, I'm going to tell you this story right now. I don't want to hear about this later. Ooh, I'm that's telling you good. because I need to tell you. And get I need to vent. Yeah. And I don't want wow. to hear about it. And right. the majority of my friends, I do it with friends, not family. Um, <laughs> my friends will respect that. Right. Um, and if I bring it up again, they'll let that door be open. If not, they won't throw it in my face. Oh, that's, that's good. Like. That's good. Giving them, giving people a, a disclaimer yeah. before you share. Yeah. Cause sometimes we do just need to vent. Right. You know, and nothing's wrong like, with Don't that. judge me if yeah. I go back to him. Yeah, okay, yeah. but I, I just need to or yeah. let, let you know. When, when you've let them in and then all of a sudden you've worked past it and now right. you're like, baby, yeah. I love you. And they sitting across the table mm. like, and you're we like, remember. We're, we're good now. <laughs> like, no, but you told me way too much yeah. so I'm not really feeling it. disrespectful yeah. behind. <laughs> All right. So, April, what would you say, what do you do when you find yourself in a fight all by yourself? In other words, your partner is not fighting for the same thing you're fighting for. Ooh, baby, I've been there. I know. I've been there. Ooh, I have been there. I know. You know what? I think when you get in that place, I really believe it's the Lord dealing with you. Ooh. I really do because come on, you know, T.D. <laughs> right? Oh, they always call me Bring TD. it on back. <laughs> no, but really because you know when we don't have anything around us that support system, that person we talk to, that person that makes it okay, he stripped you of everything you know to help you navigate through a situation. Mm-hmm. So you have no one to talk to or trust but him. Right. And Ooh. I really believe that he removes people or puts obstacles in your life for you to draw closer to him mm-hmm. and for you to really not lean on your own understanding, but to really trust him through the process. I okay. really do. Because I've been there and I'm like, this don't even make, I can't even, like, we don't even, what this? what is going on? You know what right. I mean? Like, me and my husband, we cookie cream tight like this, you know, but it's been times where he he just don't get what I'm saying and I know mm-hmm. I'm talking right, but <laughs> you it's know just, you're right. I'm right. I'm always right. <laughs> Uh-oh. But I just have to learn something about this this process that I'm going through that he can't be the influence to make me get right. it. She can't be the influence to make me get I have to take this walk by myself so that I can really be stripped of some things that need to come up off of me. And I could really, you know, change my perspective and my way in the situation. Because a lot of times, you know, even in me making that statement, I'm always right. I know I'm not always right. But sometimes I feel like I'm really always right. <laughs> and so sometimes we get in our own way. And we just right. have to be stripped of that. So right. well, I you really think argue with the Lord. You when can. bring up the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I say, she wrong? And listen, I say you just go into your, your <laughs> quiet corner and you meditate, pray, whatever it is that you do. Hopefully you ain't praying to a head of lettuce. But you going <laughs> over there. <laughs> and you just talk to the Lord like you would talk to your homegirl or your homeboy and just keep it real. 
Oh, you know, okay. I promise you, you see a difference. Listen, I go get a drink. <laughs> that helps. Hello, you have a drink with the Lord, the Pink Panther. Hello. Pink Panther. All right, so let's move on to the L in NFL and about listening to the coach. So, winning football teams pay attention to the coach. Right? The coach, he makes the rules, he sets the plays, he gives them instruction, he trains them in his way of training, he teaches them basically how to play his game. When you, when you coach, when somebody is your coach, they're teaching you, um, how to play the game according to their own rules. So when it comes to relationships, let's also talk about this concept of a great coach. And what I want to know is from April, um, who should you allow to have a say? In your relationship. Nobody. Okay, so moving right along, <laughs> Jennifer. <laughs> no, honestly, let me elaborate. Like an outside party. Yes. Like a mediator. Yes. Listen, I feel like, let me tell you why I say nobody. Because they're not in the relationship. Y'all got to figure it out and work that thing out. What y'all going to always be, okay, you go to this person, then they pass away or go move away. What you going to do now, find another person to go to? It's good to have friends or or a first lady and a pastor or whoever to hold you accountable. But at the end of the day, you got to get that thing right with your significant other. And it's about you two, not about can I lean on your shoulder or I need to go and talk to that person. That's why I say nobody. I really, you know. Well, I completely disagree. Yeah. So I'm going to hear from Jen. <laughs> um, I, I confide in my friends about certain situations. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm always like, look, don't judge me. But let me get your opinion on something. Because I get your opinion does not necessarily mean I'm going to go with what you're right. talking about. Right. But it's good to see outside perspectives mm-hmm. because sometimes when you're in the thick of it, and, and you're in it like mm-hmm. you don't you don't really get certain things. Yes. So someone from the outside looking in, they can look at it from a, a different perspective. And you're like, okay, I didn't think of it that way. Yes. So I think sometimes that helps. You know, when they they start meddling too much, then I think you know that's an issue. But I think that's something you you know who you can talk to and who you can't and who's right. going to judge you. And so I just think you have to find that person mm-hmm. who is non-judgmental mm-hmm. and that has a good perspective on life in general mm-hmm. and confide in them. Mm-hmm. Paul, what do you think? I think, I'm going off what these two said, I think that the only coach is you two. Mm-hmm. And then there are a lot of assistant coaches, like your mm-hmm. outside friends, that can come in and advise, right. but aren't leading the ship. Right. So that's how I look at it. It's mm-hmm. a combination of yeah. both, mm-hmm. you know, because you, you're the only ones playing on the team or directing right. the team, but you can right. have people come in to help. Right. So that's sort of... And, like. you know, I completely believe in outside resources, not in friends, not in family necessarily giving you advice or all of that, because your friends and your family are biased. Right. right. They can't help it. They either love you or they love your husband a little bit more. Right. So they're always going to give you a skewed opinion. But I believe in, you know, pastors and spiritual counselors and, and you know, relationship counselors. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think about when Damon and I did uh, our counseling before we got married. It was amazing. It, it hit the perspective of that person just helped me see myself in a different light. And that's what I think is when, when we can allow ourselves to have other people in our life, they can be a mirror for us. And they can show us ourselves because they're unbiased. They have nothing to gain or to lose right. by the information that they're that they're sharing with you. And uh, hothead over here, can <laughs> you spit fire? <laughs> <laughs> Let no, me listen, tell you. Listen, I, I 
I agree with you to that certain degree. Don't backtrack now. Don't, don't backtrack. But there should be no crutches. <laughs> you can't have crutches because you two have to know how to walk together on your own. All and right. that's why I'm I'm sorry. And 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 our first lady and pastor, Lord knows we've we've confided in them, oh, we've talked yeah. to them. Yeah, I'm all for that, but you ain't getting ready to be okay. I don't know, Sean. We better call them. No, no we no. gotta it's figure this thing moment, out. Though. Yeah, no. Yeah, I think it's a, a, a crisis situation. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you something. I did counseling before I got married <laughs> and um I'm sitting right here single as hell with y'all, so whatever. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Let's lighten it up. Let's, let's play around a rapid fire. So I'm going to say a word, and you guys all have to tell me the first oh, word that no. comes to mind. Don't think about it too long, Paul. We want raw answers. You guys ready? Don't start with me, because you've been April in the whole show. Paul, let's, let's start with you. Let's go. Chad Ochocinco Johnson. Oh, no. Sad. Okay, Jen. Headbutt. Oh, April man whore. <laughs> raisin. Looks like a raisin. It looks like a raisin to me. Okay. Cam Newton. Athlete. Okay. Fine as hell. Oh, yes, Lord. Okay. Winner. Okay. All right. Uh, what do you think? Oh, me, Cam Newton. Um, um, Legendary. His career. He's going to be there one day. All right. Halftime show featuring Beyonce. Done. Okay. Fierce. She stole my look. <laughs> Power outage. Remember that, people. Yes. Okay. Um, touchdown celebrations. Drinks. Dances. Uh-huh. I don't know. Sex. Oh. <laughs> the dab. Okay. Yeah. All right. How about this one? Running back. Tight end. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Good ass. Okay. Remix. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> uh, fast. Okay. Uh, one more. Super Bowl commercials. Pricey. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was just thinking the same thing. Expensive. Expensive. Fell off. I haven't seen some good ones in a while. Yeah, I was gonna say overrated. With it, yeah, super wack. Yes. All right, so let's jump into our last segment before we run out of time, and I want to talk a little bit about the halftime show. All right, so we know that the halftime show is watched just as much, if not more, than the football game. Is that you know people across the world tune in, and I think the NFL, uh, thanks to Keenan Ivory Wayans, has now. Now, uh, proven that they should have A-list type talent during the halftime Super Bowl show. And so women tune in typically if they don't even watch football, but men tune in as well. So what we want to talk about is now how you can create your own halftime show that will take your mans or your partner's uh, (laughs) eyes off of the television and back (laughs) on to you. So, talk about a few scenarios. You notice your man's team is losing during a lengthy commercial break. You want to cheer him up. What do you do? Take him to the winning team. Damn! I mean, I don't have my old cheerleading outfit laying around no more. But how about you, Paul? Well, is this at a party or is it just you two watching? It don't matter. You can get it popping wherever. 
I was gonna say whatever teams are playing, find some like lingerie that are the colors and, oh. and wear that. Come out in it. But if it's a party, I don't That's think you should do that. I don't know. If all of his friends are there, you don't want to pop you out and wear the underwear. Let's yeah. <laughs> just do a quick flash. Yeah. Like, Boys, look that way. Why are you wearing a trench coat to this football <laughs> game? Okay. Throw my bikini on. Where's the pool, guys? <laughs> All right, here's another one. It's halftime, and you see his phone ringing off the hook with Texas about the first half of the game. What are a few ways to get him to put his cell phone down? I can make you put your phone down. (laughs) (laughs) You got to send him the right text. Oh, (laughs) sexting. All right, that might help. Right, meet me. (laughs) Um... You just show him something better than it was on the phone. Okay. Shows. Grab the phone and sit on his lap. Hello. Just grab the phone. I like that. Just do away with it. All right. Just sit on the dick. (laughs) 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 Are there friends there? I'm still confused if there are friends there or if you're just home alone. Because if there are friends there, this is the whole scene. I mean, shit. You'll be the talk of the neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, They're just staying in the bathroom the entire time. She's better. She better. <laughs> All right. So, how do you make time to have your own private halftime show if you are at a bar? The bathroom. Bathroom. <laughs> the car. The car. Oh, yeah. I mean, my first instinct is the bathroom. I, you know, the handicapped bathroom. So, <laughs> so I've heard. So I've heard. So I've heard. Or the back of the building. I mean. <laughs> Ooh, a little space. All right, what about if you are at a friend's house? Do they have a guest room? <laughs> <laughs> they have a guest house. They have a guest house. These are friends I want. Right, right. Girl, we use like, the guest babe, room. Can you, can you help me powder my nose in the powder room, please? Guest house? I said guest room. Guest room. Yeah, okay. I walk into the guest house. That's too far. <laughs> All right. So what about if you yourselves are hosting the Super Bowl party? Oh, then you have fair reign of the whole house. Exactly. You go to the basement. You go to the attic. I need, I need help with that box that's in the top, top, top shelf. Okay. But now once you have identified your location, what do you do to what have you your mean? own private halftime show? Well, you have a, a waitress or somebody like serving drinks to the people, hey, distract them, bam. do like your own halftime show, and then sneak out. Give me a runner show, baby. Ten minutes. Give me a yep. runner show. <laughs> there you go. Listen, right? I'll be like, you at my house. I can do what I want. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be exactly. Back. Make yourself at home, whatever you guys want. I don't even think I'll be right back. I'm going to just disappear on them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um,. Now, tell me this one last point, because this will help me and probably a lot of our viewers, is what are a few of the best ways to enjoy a championship watch party, even though you're clueless on the rules of the sport? Drink. I've been drinking. Pink Get Panther. you some Pink Panthers, honey. <laughs> well, I think it's important if you're this doing like so I'm going to two Super Bowl parties, and both of the the hosts. I said I don't watch football. I don't know what's going on. So can we have something for us to do? And my girlfriend was like, she was like, sure. Let's. I'm gonna have you know we're gonna have drinks in the kitchen. You're gonna help me make them and everything like that. So we're gonna have like our own little thing, like a bunch of us, oh, so right. a bunch of friends that are completely uninterested. That's cute. So yeah, that's cute. 
Lady? I've, I've been where I've seen them playing spades in addition to what's going on. So, you oh, know, like in another room, yeah, having yeah, games and stuff. Game or something okay, like yeah. yeah, I'm just gonna be drinking, talking shit. Yeah, because usually <laughs> I don't know a lick, but when I go, I just talk to the people and bust it up with them. Yeah, like, it's, you know. it's more like a social yeah. like right. outing mm-hmm. for me. Like, but you know what? I can't even pretend to be even remotely interested in football. Yeah, so me neither. My husband usually does a party, like not. Super Bowl, but the week the game before Super Bowl that weekend, and so I've where he has all the guys over, and so I've done like a spa party in the uh, other room. Oh, that's cute. You know what I mean? So it's like my girlfriends that want to watch football have at it, but okay. the rest of us just gonna be in the adjacent well, room so make it having home. our own party right. because even if they want to watch the game, they still probably want to <laughs> indulge in the spa, right. you know, right. festivities. So, but football is such a big deal, and I think men get so engulfed in it. And we it need something. Well, well the only time that care. we, I feel like we get something if you're not a fan is when Beyonce performs. Yeah. You're like, right, exactly. Even with the power outage, we yes. all stood there and was like, she'll be back. Is it over? Is it over? Crazy. So, Shut yeah. that down. Yeah, she did. She did. All right, all right. So before we wrap up, we have had a great show today. And when I think about Super Bowl and, and love, I think that they are more similar. Do you guys agree now? Yeah, yeah, because I've never really looked at it at all in yeah, comparison. Right? So, yeah. yeah. Love it's, is really it's a an game. Interesting yeah. analogy for sure. Right. Love is really a game, and I guess we just got to find our ways to write our own rules. Mm-hmm. So before we wrap up, Get I that want. Playbook. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> before we wrap up, I want all of you to give our viewers uh, one great Super Bowl tip, our Super Bowl party survival tip, and tell them how they can stay in touch with all of you. April, we'll start with you since Paul hasn't done this before. Okay. I'm just going to say whether you're a fan of football or not, just go the extra mile and, and, and get it cracking in a way that you've never got it cracking <laughs> before. I think that will make a memorable Super Bowl mm-hmm. and I think you'll get a nice little treat out of it too. And I mean, whatever that means to you. If it's, if it's a sexual treat with your significant other, if it's a little uh, text that might be a little bit more explicit than the normal ones, something that's just different that, you know, after you do it, you're kind of like, did I do that? But in a good way. Don't be over there flipping tables, cussing people out, and then getting locked up at the end of the night. Just do something that's against the grain. Go for it. Have fun with it. Enjoy Super Bowl. Even if you're not a fan, you know, become a fan after what you do. And I'm April Daniels. You can keep up with me across all social media platforms. And Jen? You guys know I'm so not into football. Like, I'm over it. But, you know, I'm all about a good time. So, I will be going to a Super Bowl party that I'm excited about because I'm going to be drinking. And I'm going to have a good time. And you know what? I just decided that... um I think I'm going to make out with somebody during what? that time. I mean, why not? You know, yes. you said do something you haven't done. So, you know, like, I'm not saying I'm going to fuck him right there, but, okay. you know, okay. Okay. I'm going to have a little fun. 
Okay. Good. So, we want to hear yeah, all about I mean, it. I think Super Bowl is just about, you know, having fun, enjoying yourself, and being with good company. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm going to make so somebody's funny. night. <laughs> You'll be somebody's good company. <laughs> yes. So, I just say have a good time. You know, it's like we, we put all this emphasis on football and sports, and, you know, it's, it's like a little weird to me, but I am going to enjoy the game. So, I just say enjoy it. Do what, do what makes you happy. But me, what makes me happy is some drinks and like a hot looking dude so <laughs> you can definitely keep up with me I'm going to be tweeting about my little Super Bowl experience so you can keep up with me on Twitter at I am Jennifer and on Instagram at Jennifer Williams 17 thank you so what I've learned today <laughs> is that this is a great drink that I made. So that's tip one. And number two is just find somebody to have sex with in the bathroom. <laughs> that's the way to get through Super Bowl. Those are like the two things I learned today, which is, you know, I like that. I like those two things. Um, and you can find me on Twitter at, at I am Paul's on and on Instagram at Paul's on. All right. So all of you watching at home, when I think about Super Bowl, it makes me think about how incredibly hard my husband works. And I feel like he doesn't ask for a lot. He doesn't want a lot. He doesn't demand a lot. But he really enjoys Super Bowl Sunday. So I think we have to look at this day and look at the Super Bowl as like who enjoys it the most in the family and then do everything that you can to make the day special and great for them. Because if you make it special for them, they will make it special for you. I'm Diane Valentine. You can keep up with me across all social media platforms. Thank you for watching us. We'll see you next week. God bless. Bye. Enjoy the Super Bye. Bowl. That was some good advice. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad Sean don't like Super Bowl. She The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Christian, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at BlackHollywoodLive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live. Scipio, Instagram me at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in.